Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Each week, a Chamber staff member will sit down with a guest to discuss what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, develop our workforce, and tell the inspiring story of Greensboro to the world. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. Hello, everyone. I am Holly West, the Marketing and Communications Manager here at the Chamber. And I'm excited to be here today with Heather Adams from The Basics Guilford. We are going to be telling you five things you can do to help the children in our community succeed in school and in life. I'm particularly excited about this episode of the podcast because I used to be an education journalist and I now serve on the board for Say Yes Guilford, which is an awesome scholarship organization here in the triad. We here at the Chamber recognize that education is a key component in developing a strong workforce pipeline. And that starts with children as young as babies and toddlers, which is the focus of the basics. So Heather, if you want to start out by telling us a little bit about yourself, and then we can dive right into what those five basics are. Thanks so much for having me. I'm Heather Adams. I'm the Director of Engagement and Literacy Initiatives at Ready for School, Ready for Life. So we are a collaborative effort to build a connected, innovative system of care for Guilford County's youngest children and their families. And the basic skill for it is one of the things that falls under my umbrella and my responsibility. So excited to be here. I've been a longtime Guilford County resident and a graduate of Guilford College. Awesome. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, there are five basics. So tell us a little about what those are. Absolutely. So the basics are really simple. There are five fun, free, easy things that any adult can do with a young child in their life to help better prepare them for school and for long-term success in their life as they grow up. Um, They're specifically designed for children from birth to age three, but they're things that any parent or caregiver can really do with older children too. So Guilford County is one of 40 communities across the world who is a basic community. So the basics were developed by Dr. Ron Ferguson um, and a group of scientists at Harvard University who've done extensive research into the achievement gap. And so the basics was one of the strategies to help really narrow the achievement gap between children of color and white children. So, and Dr. Ferguson was here um, in 2019, so a little over a year ago, he spoke at the Save the Community Lunch hosted by the Chamber. And he was brought here um, by the Simula Foundation, who is one of our partners and a huge supporter of the basics here in Guilford. And do you want to just run through quickly what the five are? Absolutely. So the five are maximize love, manage stress. So I think we all know children really flourish in a world that feels safe and predictable. Helping them see, hear, and feel your love as a parent or caregiver is really important. Young children are really affected by emotions, so emotions of the adults around them, both good and bad. So it's important for us to find strategies that help us cope with stress. Of course, caring for ourselves really benefits the young children in our lives. So that's basic one. The second basic is talk, sing, and point. So babies learn language from the moment they are born. I think many people know that, but they really are absorbing from the time they're born. They learn the sounds have meaning, and the process of how they learn really depends on how much people talk to them. So we always encourage lots of talking to little ones. Every time you talk, 
you sing, you point at something to show what you're talking about, that really helps a child provide the connection of what those words are and what that object is. So they learn, they begin to learn what things mean. And of course, no one has to be a professional singer to sing with children. I think we all know being silly and just singing silly children's songs can be fun. We also know that talking with toddlers, those older birth to three age is really important. Answering their questions is a great way to teach them about the world around them. And we also know that, you know, you learn lots of fascinating things from little children when you talk with them. So that's the second basic, talk, sing, and point. The third is count, group, and compare. We know that becoming good at math skills begins long before a child enters kindergarten. Even infants are wired to learn simple math ideas, including small numbers, patterns, and making comparisons. There's fun, simple activities you can do at home. You can sort silverware, for example, spoons and forks and, you know, um, dull knives, of course. You can sort those out of the dishwasher with your little one. You can sort plates from mugs. You can sort coins for children a little bit, little, little bit older. Um, you can think about a lot of different things that maybe are in your home that you can easily make a sorting game out of, for example. And then you can talk about shapes, colors. You can count those items. So lots of simple things that you can do at home with your children. That was our third basic, count, group, and compare. So the fourth one is explore through movement and play. So we know that movement and really using those big muscles and then using small muscles too is really important for children's development. Helps them learn coordination, strength, and overall their health, and also just connecting their bodies in the spaces that they're in. So we know it's really important to let children explore the world around them allowing them to have spaces inside to explore, spaces outside to explore. And you have to think about young children are kind of like little scientists. They're curious and excited to explore their surroundings. And so, you know, allowing your child to just kind of explore their curiosity and follow their lead is really important. And I think we also know um, it's a great time of year to be outside. The weather's cooling off. Just getting outside and playing, just having open play is really important for children. That was our fourth basic, explore through movement and play. And our fifth is read and discuss stories. So we all, I think, know how important reading is for young children. Even from the time a child is born, it's important to read to them. For a tiny infant, it's really about that bonding time you have with your child or the children in your life. But you want to make a fun routine out of reading. So maybe you have a pattern where you read every night before bed. You can point at pictures. You can, you know, change your the inflection in your voice to go along the story. As children get a little bit older, you can encourage them to ask questions about what you're reading. You can ask them to make up the words in the page age if they want to. And the thing is that we, what we always want to really stress, it doesn't matter how young your child is, you want to get in the habit of reading. So like I said, from tiny newborns up until children, there are even some middle schoolers who love to be read to. So one of the goals there is we really want to um, build that lifelong love of reading. And we also know that having those strong pre-literacy skills helps children succeed when they get to kindergarten. So that read and discuss stories was the fifth basic. Awesome. And I know kind of going off what you just said, a lot of people might be thinking, you know, if my child is a couple months old or, you know, basically under four or five and they can't read yet, some of these things might go right over their head. So can you tell us where that birth to three age range comes from and why that is such a crucial period? Sure. So 80% of a proud child's brain development happens in those first three years of life. And so really the thought behind the basics is simple ways to really optimize that brain development. I think we've all heard that saying a child's brain is like a sponge. And it really is. And especially in those first three years, children are just absorbing everything around them at a really rapid pace. I mean, the science behind brain development now is really kind of astonishing. But it shows those early experiences really boost 
increased brain development, which has a huge impact on lifelong learning. Awesome. So we're living in COVID times right now. Parents are really busy. There's homeschooling, there's working at home. What are some ways that folks can easily integrate the basics into their existing daily routines so it just kind of becomes part of what they do as a parent? Absolutely. So yeah, I think it, I think it goes without saying that we all are living through some stressful times and juggling a lot, a lot more than maybe many people were juggling before the pandemic. So I think that maximize love, manage stress, which is the first basic, that one I think is so critical during COVID. So part of that is really as adults, as caregivers, making sure we're caring for ourselves and making sure we are figuring out in the daily hustle and bustle, how do we make sure that our needs are met and we have ways to de-stress? And I think that's an important example. You show your children is how you take care of yourself because you know that to take care of the children, you need to be in good shape on your own. So getting outside and taking walks, of course, is a great stress reliever, creating fun time for family. When we think about maximizing love, it's making sure that families are verbalizing their love for their children, they're showing their affection for children, and that also they're, they're recognizing that children are also stressed right now. So a lot of young children, their childcare situation has changed, um, their childcare may be closed, their preschool may be closed, they may have new caregivers. And so recognizing that it's a stressful time for adults, but it's also a stressful time for children. So figuring out calm things that can be done. Again, connecting to that fifth basic, read and discuss stories. Keeping a, you know, a good reading routine is great. That's a great calm activity to do with your children. We think about talk, sing, and point. What a great way to relieve stress, just being silly. Singing children's songs, talking about whatever wants to be talked about, pointing, playing games like I Spy. I think most anyone in their household can always find a way to pay I Spy inside their house, but also outside. Leaves are falling off the trees now. There's acorns on the ground. There's lots of opportunities to kind of just in the world around us, look at the simple things and make games out of them. Of course, many families are not going out as much as they were, but if you are going to the grocery store, for example, going through the fruit and vegetable aisle is a great place to point at things, talk about shapes and colors of fruits and vegetables. And same thing with count group and compare. Again, you can count the leaves you find. You can gather acorns and sort acorns by ones that look alike and ones that look different. So lots of opportunities. And of course, exploring through movement and play, it's so critical to get outside and play. So allowing children space just to be free in the the yard or at the park, lots of opportunities to be socially distanced and outside. I think there are lots of ways to incorporate the basics in our everyday lives. And my gut always tells me there are lots of families that are doing the basics. They just didn't even realize they were called the basics. Yeah, I was thinking of that as you were sort of listing some of the activities or things you might already be doing that you can either ramp up or just add to. So that's really, really cool. So of course, a lot of our listeners are business leaders or they're involved in business in some way. Is there a way for businesses to get involved with the basics? And if so, what can they be doing? Absolutely. So I think when we think about the basics, we know that they're for parents or caregivers, but they're for anyone who has a young child or has young children in their lives. So just thinking about that, that many people wear many different hats. And so even if you're not a parent or a full-time caregiver, there may be young children that you interact with. So one, just sharing the basics with other people that you know is a great idea. There's always a basics website that folks can be referred to. 
And I think businesses can help us promote the basics. So one thing is for families who are preparing for maternity or paternity leave, there's some great information on the basics that has specific, you know, focuses specifically on those families of newborns that can be shared through businesses. We have information that can be in break rooms and offices. There are videos that play from the website that can be shared, um, you know, on a, on a TV in a, in a business space. I think one of the things that's important is that we know that optimizing the brain development of our youngest children, or we're helping to develop our next generation of our workforce. And so those of us in the early childhood space really think about a lot about the importance of economic development and the role that early childhood plays. But we have the brochures about maternity and paternity leave. We have other um, information we can always share with businesses to share with their employers. We would love to see more businesses share posts off Facebook and Instagram from the basics, as well as even sharing our website with their employees. Because it is full of a lot of great resources. And it is guilfordbasics.org. Okay, great. And you mentioned putting things up in the workplace. Do you guys have posters or printables specific to that on your website? We do. So we have posters that are available that can hang in businesses that list the five basics and just the real simple things that can be done to help implement the basics. So those are great visuals. You know, you're heating your lunch up in the microwave and the break room at work, and you can quickly read the basics poster. Awesome. So I know we're in a pandemic, so you guys probably don't have any in-person events coming up, but do you have anything going on virtually or how can people connect with you during this time? So I think, of course, our website is a great way to connect with the basics. Again, it's guilfordbasics.org, and there are great resources. And I will also share for folks who maybe who are outside of Guilford County who are listening to the podcast, they can also access that website. The basics can be applied to anyone who lives anywhere in our world. So the Guilford Basics website is fantastic. We do have a very active Facebook page that families can read, post there, and share share information. There's always great ideas. We do do some online training. So if there are folks who want to learn more, um, we're happy to offer virtual training. They're not quite as much fun as an in-person training, but of course there are opportunities to gather virtually. But of course, yes, I mean, talking about the basics is one thing, but actually modeling them and showing activities is a lot more fun. And so we can do some of that virtually. Wonderful. Well, again, everyone, please check out the Guilford Basics website if you want to learn more. Heather, thank you so much for being here. This has been awesome. And thank you again to our listeners for tuning in. We will see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Impact the Borough is recorded at Press Play Studios. Producers are Brody Cohen-Glaze and Holly West. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.